Welcome to That Anime Podcast. This is the full review for Attack on Titan, the final season, part two. In this episode, we cover episode 80, titled, From You, 2,000 Years Ago. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. It's me, your host, Jordo, and here with me as always, it's my co-host and Ken, our baby brother, Brennan. Uh, our oldest brother, Colton, is not joining us for today's episode and what a, what a sorry episode to not be a part of. Um, wow. Crazy episode. Uh... If this is your first time listening, we welcome you. We hope you enjoy listening to us. And if you do, please, please, please follow us on Instagram at that anime podcast. We would be tickled pink if you could also give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen. Uh, this helps us reach more casual anime fanatics like yourself. And now that I've gotten through that part, Brennan, what did you think about this episode? I mean... I feel like we <laughs> we got we got some stuff obviously, but I feel like we didn't get that much. I guess we got the old the overall plan finally, but to me it was a little bit slow moving of an episode in a lot of ways. Shoot, maybe maybe I can change your mind as we walk through. I mean, this it was as... good. It was a good episode and all things you needed it too. I just felt like they spent too much time on like showing Yumir like walking or like trudging along, like just. Certain parts of it felt like it was lengthened just to be lengthened. I'm not saying the information that wasn't given wasn't good. I just felt like they could have... I felt like they stretched it just a wee bit. Yeah, they did. I was noticing that they were using a lot of the same, like, scenes and repeating them. Like, the ones of Ymir walking and her shocked face. Yeah. But overall, yes, I agree with you that we got a lot of good information in the show. And for me... This story, I would have been pissed if we got zero backstory. Like, I needed this backstory episode to go forward and, and be open to any ending that they present to us. Yeah, I still don't know. I mean, I, I get what happened, but I don't understand why she was like that. Like, she's just yeah. a slave mindset. Because she never said anything. She just kind of like, we just had to take, you know, just because that's what happened, that she just was like, well, I'll just, I'm a slave, I guess, and do whatever he says. Yeah, I think it might be just because she was, like, enslaved so young that yeah. she just always had that mentality. I think she she was probably, like, seven years old when her village got sacked. Yeah, and that's what I, I don't know, I just, I felt like they should have had some conflict with it, you know, we just have to take it face value, like, well, she didn't put up a fight. Yeah. So. Well, before we go in completely, I do have a little bit of anime news, and it is that... I have to mention it because the whole reason we're doing this simulcast podcast episode of Attack on Titan, and we're also doing Demon Slayer, is because we originally were doing episode by episode of The Rising of the Shield Hero. And I just learned that Rising of the Shield Hero is set to start up again 
in, I believe, March of 2022. Nice. So it might even be sooner than that. I can't remember, to be honest, but it's coming up. So for all of you people that started listening to us as we did the Rising of the Shield Hero simulcast podcasts, you will have that to look forward to again. Um, that really is the only anime news that I came prepared with because Colton usually does this segment, but he is not with us today. So uh, with that, let's <laughs> let's attempt to go through this episode. I have a lot of notes, so it's probably good that we have less talk of what we watched anime-wise this week because I, I don't want this episode to be too long. We try to keep this episode around an hour, no more than like an hour and 20 minutes for all of our listeners because I know me personally, I, I don't like listening to podcasts for more than like an hour and 10 minutes. That's like the tops for me, so we'll move through this. Anything else from you, Brennan, before we dive in? Nope. Let's do it. Oh, shoot. I got to ask you about how was... You just got back from skiing, didn't you? Yeah, I just got back, uh, well, yesterday from Colorado. A little snowboard trip. How, how was it? It was good. It always is. Epped up my knee in the back country. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see how that, how, how that thing heals up. Getting old. Let's start, all that arthritic pain is going to start showing uh. itself. Maybe, I don't know, I just hit a, I, I fell back there, like the worst place to fall, and just caught my, the front of my board, and my knee just got yanked in a weird way. Oh, like you hit a rock or something? No, I just hit like a mogul in the trees, kind of, if anybody snowboards or skis will know what I'm talking about, but just kind of like, my knee got bent in a weird way. I snowboarded out of there and snowboarded the rest of that day, so it wasn't like the worst thing to happen to me, but my knee's still a little sore. Damn, well, at least you had fun and you're not dead. Yeah. And didn't break anything. Yeah, everyone made it back clean again, so nothing to complain Good. about. All right, well, let's get into this. So episode starts, and again, everybody, this is episode 80, titled From You 2,000 Years Ago. Episode starts with Grisha Jaeger as his attack titan, so we finally get to see this guy we finally get, this is the first time we get to see an Attack Titan other than Aaron. Yeah, it does, right? and it does look different, yeah. It, he looks different. He looks, honestly, he looks a little scarier. He looks more like Wolverine, more grizzly. Yeah, I think it's because of his beard. But he didn't have a beard whenever he was a normal human. Uh, you're right. Did he not have some chops? <laughs> didn't he have some chops? No, there? he didn't have chops or nothing. He had, <laughs> oh, he had full-on chest hair, pubic hair, beard <laughs> as a Titan. Is like, what? The, why the hell is this Titan so damn hairy? I, I thought it kind of <laughs> And then like- Aaron... Aaron looks like a freaking Olympic swimmer. He's freaking clean yeah. shaved all over the place. Um, but it starts off with Grisha Jaeger as his attack titan fighting Frida, who is the founding titan. Or I guess you would just say she's like the the leader of all of the royal blood. Yeah, she's not, yeah she technically she, has the founding titan. Yeah, she's the founding titan, but I don't know if she's like the leader. I think just somebody in that family has to do it. Yeah, she can't. Which I guess kind of makes you kind of makes you leader once you do eat it. So yeah, she's the leader. <laughs> yeah. So she has the founding titan. And last episode we learned the reason she doesn't look like the founding titan that we see at the end of the episode, like Aaron has, um, is because of her vow of renouncing war against the king. So, because honestly, her titan was pretty like didn't stand a chance against Grisha Jaeger. Yeah, it looks pretty small. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't look she, like it had. It looked like a regular Titan almost. It's like a run yeah, of the mill. It's like 
any of them oddly shaped ones. Did you, don't you think it's weird that the Titans, they don't have genitals, but like Frida's Titan had breasts? Probably that Titan just does because the Ymir, if it's the founding Titan, maybe Ymir's had breasts because she was a girl and just kind of stuck that path. And then Annie's the female Titan. Yeah, and that's there's gonna be some shit with which we learned in this episode, next episode that that they're all they're all daughters of Ymir. Well, she had all daughters, right? So like all the Titans originally were female. Yep. Which I guess now they're not. I, mean, I know they're genderless, but you'd say the majority of them are operated by males, and the Titans look like males. Yeah. So did the king? We're kind of jumping around. Did the king? I guess I didn't think about the fact that he only had children with Emir. I mean, I don't know even though he, she was a slave. I don't know if he only had children with her, but he said he'd give her her seed. She they didn't really treat her like okay. a they didn't really treat her like a princess, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think he yeah, knew, but she like, was still a slave. Yeah, I think he just wanted to have children. Like, he I mean, he probably took better care of them than the run of the mill slave. But I'm sure he had like wives and like an no. Heir. I think he treated him. I think he treated him like shit because. When we get to that part, I noted that everybody else is dressed normally, and they're all wearing, like, potato sacks, the whole family. I mean, they were treated like slaves and and war machines, basically. Like they are now in Marley. It's the same. Yep. Exactly the same. Yeah. Okay, so back to get on track. Um, The female titan that is Frida, who is actually the founding titan, gets completely destroyed by Grisha Yeager's attack titan. He... Pins her down, rips her arm off, and then bites her neck so, I guess, good, you could say, that her whole head flies off. <laughs> uh, and the whole family's just standing there, watching the whole thing. Um, then after he kills her, one by one, Grisha smashes the entire royal f- family, which is the Fritz, with his bare hands like bugs. And w- at one point, he grabbed a dude and squeezed him until he burst like a grape. And I paused it at that moment. I was like, holy shit, we are 48 seconds into this episode. I'm <laughs> I'm already on the edge of my seat here. <laughs> pretty brutal stuff. I mean, when you think about it, pretty brutal anime, honestly. Yeah, I guess I just, I'm used to, <laughs> after watching all, you know, everything up to this point, like, especially in the early seasons, they should just show people get fucking <laughs> crushed and holy chomped shit. in half by Titans, like. Really, in the first season, I feel like they adjusted you to all that. All the gore, at least. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let me ask you this before we move on. We see this whole family, kids, wives, children, grandparents, all get annihilated by Grisha as the attack titan. And then later in the episode, we learn about how the royals have treated... I guess how they came to be of this power and why Aaron is doing what he's doing, Do you th- did it make you feel any better about what happened in that room and why Aaron had his dad do it, or still the same? I mean, I, just, I don't know. I, they don't really have any other option. I mean... I mean, I, I kind of get it. I'm like, just, damn, Aaron, Aaron, just Aaron knew defense. he had to save her. Yeah. Like, he had, to, he had to save Ymir. I guess she sent for him, 2000... She gave him a vision or something. I don't know. We'll get to that when we can talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we jump forward and Grisha's back outside. This is where 
last episode ended, he's back in human form and he's regretting what he had just done to make Aaron happy. And he says, why won't you show me everything? The wall being destroyed. The day it happens. If Carla is safe. Was this really the only way? You're there, aren't you, Zeke? From here on, things won't go your way. Only Aaron will get here, will get what he wants. I saw Aaron's memories of what comes next, but I never imagined it would be so terrible. And then he says, he, he looks up like he already said, you're there, aren't you, Zeke? And then he says, Zeke, is that you? How you've grown? I'm sorry, I was a terrible father. The things I've put you through were so cruel. They hug. He says, Zeke, I love you. If only I'd t- spent more time with you. And then he says, Zeke, please stop Aaron. Uh, pretty much exactly what happened at the end of last episode. Yeah, I thought it was all just recap, more or less. Yeah. It was. Um, they snap back to the coordination of paths, and Aaron says, we still haven't seen the part where I eat him. And he's still chained up, mind you. And Zeke said, did you push Father into fighting the King of the Walls and the world? If the Attack Titan really has the power to transcend time, you could show him the memories in which suited you to alter the past. Father, Grisha, hesitated to carry out his restorationist mission. He knew he couldn't use the Founding Titan's power even if he stole it, except he did steal it, and entrusted it to you, because of what he'd seen in the future. Something in the future, something you showed him. And this is where we get kind of a big... I don't know if it's like a a huge drop of information, but it made it click for me. Aaron said, I'm grateful, brother. This was only possible because you brought me into, into dad's memories. And this, Zeke is shocked because he's like, oh, shit. This is, this, is the whole, this is how time always works. When you fuck with time traveling, you're always, you're always the reason for what happened happens. <laughs> um, and Aaron said, yeah, I saw it for, or Zeke says, he said things wouldn't go my way. The only, that only you would get what you want. And Aaron says, yeah, I saw it four years ago. I saw my own future through my dad's memories. What a sight it was. And if you remember at that part, we see a little flashback of Aaron. He's like kissing somebody's hand. It's Historia's. It's oh. After, it's after she killed the, uh, she killed one of the Titans, remember? And like everybody saw her do it. And then like they made her queen. Because she rightfully was. Hmm. You remember that though? No, I don't remember that. Like, there's like some titan in like in the town, and she's the one who like snapped its nape. And it was oh, like okay. it was all it was planned that way. It was like part of her agreement. Like the only way I'll do it is if I get to be the one. And then after that, she, she became queen. That's why they're all like kissing her hand, but they're being like honored uh, as war heroes. Okay, okay. And I'm guessing because she has founder's blood when he touched her that's why he was first able to see it and that's why he made so that that's face. why yeah so emir sent the the future flashes to him so that she could be saved by aaron i mean i don't know about all that but he saw some i just know he saw some shit but yeah that makes sense well he said you're the one that yeah. sent for me yeah because yeah. that was that was four years ago so now we have to think like damn so has aaron been has he known and been planning this shit for four years Pretty much because after that, literally after that, he was the next season, he was in Marley as Aaron Kruger. So, like, we just had a big old time skip between season three and four. Like, we didn't really see what happened. Remember, it just like started and they were older in the final season, like all of them. Yep, you're right. 
So it was a lie when Aaron said I was born like this. I've always <laughs> because well, I feel like he was technically born like that too. I don't know. I don't but know. He, when he saw the memories, he was shocked. Like he looked like, "What the f- <laughs> was that?" But wouldn't have that wouldn't when he killed the bandits been before he saw the before he saw the future. I don't know how it works. You know how how far back he regains his powers and can affect stuff. True. Yeah, I don't know either. It's all a little bit confusing. Um, after, uh, so Zeke says, Founder Emir, make Eldians unable to reproduce anymore. And, uh, Aaron, Aaron gets mad about this. He yells, the coordination of paths. And he's trying to get out of the chains, but he is still chained up. So in this, at this part, I'm like, okay, so Aaron's not completely in control. And so now the tide shifts again from... Zeke had it, and then Aaron took it, and now temporarily Zeke has it again. And Zeke says, Grisha told me, please stop Aaron. He regretted listening to you. And Aaron's getting really pissed now. And he says, I don't know what sort of future you saw through father's memories, but you didn't see everything, right? And and then he says, for example, you didn't know you couldn't use the founder's power here. You're as powerless as ever. And this is when Aaron starts to scream and pull so damn hard on the chains that he literally rips his thumb off in the handcuff. <laughs> and uh, that part was pretty nasty too. Like all the skins like all folded up there. And Aaron starts running toward Emir as fast as he can. And Zeke calmly is like, it's no use, Aaron. Once Emir has began to move, no one in this world can stop her. Opening song kicks in. And it's a banger, as everybody knows. Uh, at that point in the episode, I was still had no idea what was going on. I was thinking, I'm still at this point. I don't know who the hell I'm supposed to be rooting for here. As a viewer, I usually like to pick a side, and I'm I'm hesitant to pick a side because right. I don't know. I just I don't think either side. side is supposed to be right. <laughs> I mean, but you, I just go to paradise because I know the people over there. So. It's- yeah. It's either they destroy the whole- they either destroy everybody or they just I mean they're always going to keep attacking them cuz they're always going to be afraid of them though too. And they're going to come from above, you know, when technology advances they may be able to just bomb the place. So it's kind of one of those things where it's kill or be killed. Yeah, if you from their perspective like that's just what they have to do. I mean, from the other people's perspective, there's a reason why they're trying to kill them because they know that they could do the rumbling. So both sides in their own right have just cause. Well, if they knew that that king passed that shit on, then they they have they really had no reason to go over there. Yeah, that's if, true. If he rejected, you know, war, then they knew they'd safe, and they had their titans over there. But didn't they want to? Re- um, didn't they want to recollect all the titans because all the other nations were getting more powerful? I'm not sure why they wanted. To, uh, maybe. I don't know how long they had gone without the attack titan. I don't know at what point they lost it. And I, we still don't know why some titans are more special than others. Like, are they direct descendants of the daughters and granddaughters of, of Emir, and that's why those ones are more powerful? What are you talking, you know, about, like, like, we don't, you're talking about, like, the abnormals? Yeah, mm-hmm. like the nine, the nine titans. Oh, you're talking about those ones? Yeah, I figured those are just from... Those are, like, direct descendants, because he was like... And if you die, you eat them. 
like to keep it basically keep it in the family and i assume yeah. that's just what happened like they ate their mom and then they die they eat them and so forth and that's why the titans eat each other but they do it in titan oh. form now but since the other ones are still have the blood in them, they have the ability to be titans, but they just turn into pure titans. Yeah, and I guess since... Well, it's weird, because she got, like, her titan was like a spine that attached to her. Mm-hmm. And then Zeke's, like... Snake royal. vertebrae is what I'm calling it. Yeah. And then Zeke's, like... <laughs> Zeke's related to the king, though. But he's the one with the spinal fluid. But I guess she had a kid, so it shared DNA in, in that spine, I guess. And that's why his spinal fluid turns people... Yeah. I don't know. I thought they were trying right. to make some connection by how, like, that thing was, like, a spine and, like, connected with her. And then the spinal fluid's what, you know, causes people to change. So I was trying to look for some connection there. That may be just it, though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so after the opening song ends, um, we can see some blue skies. And I don't know who it is, but some girl is telling Historia that she's amazing and how well she can read is impressive. That's Frida. Oh, that was Frida. Yeah, I remember she used to read her books, and then one day she just, like, was gone, and that's because she took on the Founding Titan. Oh, that makes sense. It looked like Frida, but I was like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, that may have been, like, season two or three. I don't know. One of the older ones. Um, then we get to see... So, so Emir, or Historia, asks Frida, how, how, what is it like to be a lady? And... This is when Frida points at the book and it's like, try to be like her, and it's Emir. And she's like, she's a lady. Or ladylike. And then this is where the, the episode gets a little confusing because we go from Historia to Emir, who looks just like Historia. And the only way we know it's different is because it's like all grayscale. We talk about like her, and like her, never shows her eyes till the end, really. Like, show, yeah, like I didn't know she got Just her lifeless. I thought she got her eyes plucked, like whenever the king said he was going to or whatever. But then he said, "You're yeah. free," uh, just because they never showed her eyes. So I was like, maybe they. And it looked like there was some blood coming out of them. But yep, apparently that's she what I have them. Yeah, um, we see her village, Emir, as a childhood, as a child. Her village gets sacked. All the Eldians get taken in as slaves. I don't even know if they were Eldians at that point. A, a tribe basically called Eldia takes in these people that are related to Emir as slaves. And then one day one of the pigs gets out and he's asking all of the people that he has as slaves, I need to know who released the pig. And if I don't find out who it is, all of you will lose an eye because slaves don't need two. And everyone. Adults, everybody, they all point at Emir, the only kid in the room, it seemed like. And she's, like, looking at all of them, and they're all pointing at her. I don't even know if they feel sorry for her. Well, that's why I gotta know. Like, that's the kind of stuff about the episode they took so long, with, like, all these long shots. They're just, like, tell us why they hated her, or, like, they should have either made them, like, she was an outcast because of some weird reason, or just the fact that she was, like, an outsider, or she had such a good heart. She wanted to sacrifice herself for her people, but we literally didn't get any, any of that. Yep, we didn't like, get any of it. Was it was so it's quiet, all left like, to interpretation. Like we, I needed to know her reasons for just being like, yeah, I'll, I'll just admit to it. I don't think she even does. All she does, all that she did was bow. Um, but instead of the king being like, "All right, get over here," and he takes an eye, he said, "All right, you, you're free." 
And so I'm like, oh, he's going to free her because he probably feels bad for her. But no. Next scene we see is her running through the forest. It, her face is bleeding because I'm assuming one of her eyes did get gouged out. She's got an arrow in her back. And then she gets chased down by knights on horseback. And they hit her in the leg with another spear. Or another arrow. Um, she falls. She gets up. She sees a giant, a giant tree. And those trees are called like e Egrers or something? Egret trees? I don't know. I've never heard of that. Egret? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think in one of the earlier seasons, they talked about how, like, those big-ass trees, and they were called something, and they had to do with the founding founder being from one of them. But she wanders in, she falls into a hole, slides down, hits a giant pool of water, starts sinking, and we see the founding titan in its pure form, which I'm going to call the vertebrae snake or the snake vertebrae, which is basically imagine a snake with ribs that are exposed, like human-sized ribs. It's not, um, it t- uh, yeah, you're talking about the amoeba form of it? Yeah, yeah before, it it, like. before it linked with her. Yeah. Um, so right when it touches her, there's a giant explosion from this tree. It just gets obliterated. And it's because she's now a Titan. And we see the first Titan in the history of, of the show. And she is all gray. Still a female by gender. Because most Titans you cannot tell the gender of, of the person. Other than... Well, we don't know if the female Titan looks like a female if it's a guy or not. But most of the other Titans, they're all genderless. Um... And instead of wreaking havoc, what was confusing to me is, like, she's got this titan power now, and the next scene we see is that she's, in, she's bowed in front of the king, and the king says, you've done well, my slave, Emir. You've built roads. You've cultivated the wilds and bridged mountains. My tribe, Eldia, has grown quite large. As a reward, I shall give you my seed. In the name of Fritz, annihilate the vile people of Marley. So this war has been going on 2,000 freaking years, or however long. Long-ass time between Marley and Eldia. Um, then we see them winning war against Marley. They bring that back some people's heads on pikes. We see that Emir is pregnant. Um, the baby, the first baby that she has looked just like Falco. Like, just freaking like him. I don't know if that's significant or not. I thought they're all, they all ended up being girls, though. Uh, did they? Yeah, I don't know. I know, like the first four did because I remember. Oh yeah, when they were like Maria, Cena, and Rose. Yeah, they're the walls. Whenever they were like yep. babies, you couldn't tell, and then they grew up, and then they're all three girls, and there was one with short hair that we don't know what it was again. But I'm pretty sure when they ate mm-hmm. her, it was all daughters. Like he said, my daughters. <laughs> yep, he did. Yeah. Yeah, they're at a ceremony, and then the one of the soldiers picks up a spear. And he throws it at the king, and the king doesn't flinch at all. Emir jumps in front of it, takes it right through basically the heart, and it looks like she's like I thought. Oh dang, she's dead. This is where she dies. But the king says, "What are you doing? Get up! I know you won't die from a mere spear, my slave, Emir." So he doesn't even thank her or anything. So this gives us great insight into the kind of life that Emir had serving under this king. Like he didn't say thank you at all. Just Look down at her, get up. Um, the next scene we see is King Fritz. He's feeding his daughter, his daughters, 
Maria, Rose, and Sheena. He tells his daughters to multiply and that Emir's blood must be passed on. And I quote, if my daughters die, feed their spines to my grandchildren. So somehow this King Fritz figured out that you have to eat the the spinal fluid or the spines. Yeah, well, I just wonder if Emir told maybe, him or like, I feel like Emir had maybe had some knowledge of her power through all the years, winning wars for him and shit, and was like, yeah, this thing just attached to my spine. I don't know. I don't know. Or, I, I mean, no I guess idea. eating somebody maybe the best he, way to hold on to their Or maybe powers. he figured out that it was the spine because he made his daughters eat every piece of her. Because he did say you're going to eat all the flesh of, of Emir. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, pretty gross stuff. Yeah, it's nasty. <laughs> and they weren't they weren't even titans. They were just normal people eating <laughs> eating flesh. Um we also learned about the coordination of paths from this. So Emir was there before and it was just a glowing like pillar of light. And then when the three daughters ate, Maria, Sheena, and Rose, it split and now it had three splits in it. So basically all the splits that we see in it now is because the amount of people that her power has been split to. So it's like a tree now, instead of a giant pillar. Um, King Fritz says, Even after I pass, Eldia will dominate the lands with its monstrosities. Our titans shall reign supreme for eternity, until the world's end. For etern- And before he finishes, Aaron says, I'll end it. Screams it. I'll put an end to this world. Give me your strength. You're not a slave. You're not a god. You're just a person. You don't have to bow to anyone. You can decide. It's your choice. You get to choose. And Zeke, he's still sitting on the ground at this point because he doesn't think anything can change. He says, Aaron, stop it. Aaron says, do you want to stay here for eternity or should I end this? Zeke says, what's the big idea? What are you doing? Get away from her, basically. And now Aaron whispers to her so that Zeke, who's now running toward them, can't hear. He says, were you the one who led me here? And Zeke yells, do it, Emir. Aaron says, you've been waiting this whole time. It's 2,000 years. Or sorry, for 2,000 years for someone. And this, this has to be why Aaron was crying episode one. Right? Is this when he learned of Emir or had like a vision of Emir and he just didn't remember it? Maybe I don't. Just because didn't you say the name of the first episode? It's like two thousand years something as well. It was to you two thousand years in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think just by based off that alone, we have to assume some that this is what he saw all the way back then. Yeah, I think it was, but he just didn't remember it when he woke up. Yeah, I just felt like he a dream. Was, and then maybe when he yeah. touched. What's your jack? Historia's hand, like, remembered it all. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Crazy shit. Um, we see, this is the first time we see any life whatsoever in Emir's face. So we see her eyes for the first time. They're swelling up with tears, and she's gritting her teeth like she's about to have to make a really tough decision. And her choices are to continue to be a slave and listen to somebody commanding her of what to do, which is exactly what Zeke is doing. He's saying, I command you. Or just give it up, be done with it, and let Aaron end it all. And so she clearly chooses Aaron because the next thing we see is that snake vertebrae 
attach itself to Aaron's head that was just shot off by Gabby. <laughs> and then we see Aaron's eyes, they kind of like fill with life again, and he looks at Zeke, and then boom, a giant explosion. Uh, now, before we get into the rumbling, do, do you think that this killed Zeke on spot? No. So you think he's still alive somehow? Yeah, I think he's still alive or just like cover something happened. He's going to be alive. I feel like he's supposed to see it like his character deserves to see what happens to see how it plays out at this point. Yeah, I mean, like his characters earned that it'd be weird for him just to die because I don't even think he fully understands and he doesn't know what's going to happen yet. I think he'll have to his character needs to come to grips with it or accept failure to finish his arc. His arc wouldn't be finished if he died right there. I agree. I'll be pissed if he dies. <laughs> there, at least. Um, so cracks start to run from the bottoms of the walls to the top, and we see... <laughs> I don't remember what season it was, but we see some eyes yeah, through the season, cracks of the walls. It was season one when they were fighting Annie in the Capitol. Yes. She was like, trying to climb up it, the walls to leave. Yeah. So all of the Colossal Titans have been released. Reiner goes in to save Gabby. There's freaking shit flying around everywhere. And the rumbling has begun. All the rumors that all the Colossal Titans were inside the walls was true. Which we've known since, like, season... They didn't know why they were in there, but they've known they were in there. Yeah. Pretty sure, like, the Fritz guy admitted that, too. Uh, We get, like, you know, when they do the commercial breaks on anime, and it gives you, like, a little information... Yeah, I didn't pause it this time. Episode. Yeah. So I paused it, and this is what it said. It said, Commercial break information. According to legend, the founder Emir obtained the power of the Titans when coming into contact with something. For generations, her blood and power were passed down by the Eldians. However, the identity of that something which began it all remains unknown. It may have been some type of pathogenic parasite, a god who pitied the founder Emir and gave her power, or something else entirely. That's what it said. Probably they'll probably leave uh, it that way too. They don't want to get into like some space shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some bacteria grown in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um we see the founding titan for the first time in its true form. We really don't see it all. We just see it's a it looks like it looks like a fish. A giant Yeah. Skeleton. You remember fish. whenever that one you remember when that one king became a giant titan like a worm with giant ribs and it like slithered all around and stuff and Aaron I think in his game killed it. Yeah, I I think I know. What it you're was whenever about. they were down in like the the like the dungeon. Yeah, like with where Kenny. He, yeah, where he ate where Grisha killed the founding titan originally. Beneath yes. that church. Yeah, where he was It kind of looked it kind of looked like that, but not wrong. It was gray. Still, yeah, just had like tons an, of spikes. Yeah, like a massive fish or eel with bones, like a skeleton. Yeah, it was. We didn't get a great look at it, but we get a little conversation from Armin and Mikasa, who've been pretty quiet the last few episodes. And Armin said, "He did it. Aaron did it." And Mikasa says, "Speak up." Armin's like, "We won." And Mikasa's like, "Huh?" And Armin is like, Aaron has control of the founder. If the rumbling has begun, Aaron's the one behind it. He's going to crush the global alliance assembling in Marley. Aaron's our ally. He's always been. 
could Mikasa just not hear him because the rumbling was so loud or what? That's what I was wondering. I was like, is she going deaf or like, can she not hear this for some reason? And then, yeah, I came to that conclusion that it was just like, I guess because it's just supposed to show us like just how fucking loud it is. Okay. I, mean, I was I, like, what in the hell's happening here? <laughs> yeah, it did seem weird. Like they spent a little bit too much time on it about her not being able to hear. Yeah, like, he they completed did. like three full thoughts and then had to repeat them all. <laughs> Um, we go over to Yelena, who you would expect her to be very happy, but she's actually, she looks very, she's in shock too. And she says Zeke and that's it. And I think it's probably because she knows that their plan did not work because Zeke's plan was never to actually activate the rumbling. So he knows, I think she knows that they were duped by Aaron and that Zeke is dead. Possibly. Not sure. Um, and then Mikasa said something that I don't know what has to do with anything. She said, Aaron came home to be with us. And then Armin's facing the other way. And he says, you're kidding. That's odd. No, it can't be. Mikasa, even Wal Maria has come down. If he's just crushing the Global Alliance, what's the point? Shiganshina's walls should be plenty. Why give up the walls to attack? If he's just crushing the alliance in Marley, why use so many? I think he's still in denial about the fact that Aaron's not necessarily doing exactly what he thought he was doing. (laughs) He's not just trying to push back the global alliance. He's trying to destroy kill everybody. Yeah, and he lets him know at least. At least that's the one good thing about the episode. He just Unless he's lying again, came right out and told everybody what he's about to finally, do. Finally, so. finally came out and told us what he's doing. So he says, so everybody is teleported to the coordination of paths. And Aaron says, hear me, subjects of Emir. Now, we've always wondered, or I guess heard, that the Ackermans are not Eldians, right? Yeah, I mean, they're not, they can't become Titans, or so we, we're led to believe they can't become Titans. Okay, so why, the, why then is Mikasa also teleported and able to hear Eren? Because he said, I'm using the Founding, ti- the founding Titans powers to address all subjects of Ymir. Uh, maybe they're subjects, maybe they just can't, they just don't have the blood to do it, I don't know. Yeah, it gives me hope that maybe Levi will become a Titan, I don't know. Or maybe they can, I don't know, like... Didn't Zeke expect Levi to drink some of his spinal fluid? But he just doesn't drink. So like maybe... who was who was it in the show that said Ackermans can't? They can't, or they were they were meant to serve. Was it the Asian lady from that one village that Mikasa's from? That one island. She wanted to bring her back, but I think Aaron said that too. And that whenever they had that meeting with when he had that meeting with them. Yeah, and who told Aaron that shit? I don't know. Probably those people from that island. (laughs) Or Kenny. Oh, anyways. Yeah, this is what Aaron says. My name is Aaron Yeager. I'm using the Founding Titans' powers to address all subjects of Ymir. I've undone the hardening of Paradise Island's walls, and the Titans buried within them have begun their march. My goal is to protect the people of Paradise Island, the place I was born. However, the world wants to exterminate my people, and not just on the island. They will not stop until every last subject of Ymir is dead. I refuse to let them. The Wall of Titans will trample every inch of the world beyond this island. 
until every last life beyond our shores is wiped out. And then we get a troubling picture of Aaron's founding Titan and like a like a weird drawing of it. It looked very evil. Ending song comes in, and it was weird because the ending song is like nice and peaceful, and it makes you think that we're going to have a happy ending. But it's not feeling that way. Yeah, it's not going to be a happy ending. It'll be just an ending. It'll be like a tragedy, Shakespearean (laughs) style. (laughs) So I noted... We did get to see Historia this episode. I'm starting, to think, not... I'm starting to think Aaron's the one who knocked her up just to make sure that that, that bloodline... Oh. I'm... Maybe not. I'm, I'm like 99% sure he did. What would be the benefit, though, just to remake? It, wouldn't it just remake the exact same thing that Ymir did, though? Those children would be the same. Yeah, he's not trying to end... He's not trying to end their... Um, I know, I just didn't know if he wanted to get rid of the Titans, too. Aaron, hell no. He just wants to kill everybody so they can all live peacefully. Uh, without the Titans, though, then he'll just kill all the Titans and then the world can, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they won't even need the Titans if, you know, there's nobody opposing them. I mean, it'd be bad because then they'll use it for infighting eventually down the line, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The, the Eldians. Um, but we did get to see Historia. We did not see a baby bump. It was just, like, chest up. Um, we did not get to see, however, Annie, Hange, or Levi whenever... I thought we saw Hange whenever he do, they were doing the coordinate thing. I didn't notice her. I thought I saw a bitch with an eye patch. Maybe, I could be wrong. Was Levi with her, though? No, he wasn't. Because this is basically, like, the day... This is basically all happening the same day Levi got blown to bits. Yeah, it is. Probably within a couple fucking hours, honestly. Yeah, so... I don't know, I could be wrong. I thought it showed her, like, in a shadowy, like, by herself. You know, because it was, like, uh, Armin and Mikasa, Jean and Connie, and then there's, like, one person by themselves, and I thought that was Hange. She was, like, kind of shattered out, but I felt like I saw the eye patch and glasses. Mm. I didn't notice her but you could be right. So next week's episode, did you see what it's titled? No, I didn't. What is it? It's titled, it's episode 81, and it's titled Thaw. Oh, uh, so Annie's thawing out. Cool. So, yeah, so Annie's coming out, and from based on the like little preview of next week, they basically showed us that Mikasa is fighting the Titans. I don't know if she's fighting the Colossal Titans, the Cart Titan, or who, but the rumbling has begun. They're on their march. Annie's going to thaw at some point, even though they didn't show her in the preview. But what is the significance? My wonder is what is the significance of Annie? Because we know that Annie was adopted. She was adopted. She has adopted parents. Do you remember that? No. So I remember that because it, it was, I think it was like episode three. Um, her parents were were there whenever Aaron blew the place up. <laughs> she had adopted parents in 
Paradise? In Marley. No, in Marley. Oh, okay. So she could be royalty too. And so knowing that, there's, there has to be a good reason why she has been frozen for so damn long. Just to protect herself. I mean, is she frozen by choice? So she did that to herself to be protected? Yeah, so she wouldn't be captured. Okay, why, why the hell hasn't she just, like, thawed and then came out? I'm pretty sure they got her, like, wrapped around, like, as soon as she unthaws. Oh, like, underground. Yeah, as soon as she, like, unthaws, she'll, like, be chained up and shit. But, I mean, I'm guessing the rumbling, like, shakes her free. And then she's like, all right, it's a good time for me to unthaw. Yeah. Oh, shit, we also did not see Falco this episode. So Falco is the jaw titan now. We have no idea where he is, what he looks like. Um, Annie is going to join the fight, I should say. I don't, I, I don't know how everybody's going to react, react once the rumbling starts. Like, I bet you all fighting like between people ceases and everybody's just going to be like, we got to get the hell out of here. Shit, you want to stay there then, especially if you're a, Mar- if you're a Eldian fighting for the Marlins. <laughs> you might as well just chill. Yeah. Might as well find some civilian clothes and just start chilling. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, are these colossal titans, are they just going to, like, hold hands and walk? Or are they going to be seeking out people and smashing them? I think they can just walk. I'm pretty sure there's enough of them. They just <laughs> walk across. Like, if they just walked across the U.S., they just came down from Canada and walked all the way down to the tip of South America. I'm pretty sure they could destroy everything on their way down. Yeah, but, like... You could technically survive, though. If they're not seeking you out to kill you, you could you could hide. Yeah, and some, like, and inevitably some people will, I think. But, I, I I mean, I think it's more about just, like, the destruction and the mass death that yeah. nobody's going nobody's gonna to want to fuck with you again. They're not going to rally the troops. It would take 100 years to recover from it anyways, and by then they're not going to care. They're just going to be like, all right, let's just live over here. All right, let's let's talk predictions. Do you think anybody will stop Aaron? And if so, who has the power to do it? The only way I could see something happening is if like somehow like Armin, Annie, Colt, not Colt, Falco and Reiner and the Cart Titan, like all of them are like, let's we have to stop him. We're the Titans or some shit like that. And they like team we're the up. Teen Titans. Yeah, they like team up, like all the remaining ones. But I just feel like I don't know how they'd stop all the Colossals because those things are freaking massive. I know, and it's like, would the Colossals stop if Aaron died? I don't think they could kill Cause him because, like, he's controlling them technically. The only thing I could think, maybe uh, they won't be able to just square up and beat him. Maybe like somebody can zip line on Aaron's shoulder and like. Talk him up, talk him out of it, or something. Hmm. Like Mikasa gets on his shoulder and makes him not destroy everybody. Yeah. Now that the rumbling is here, I'm having a hard time thinking of like outcomes <laughs> for this, other than either it runs its course and they kill everybody, or they stop Aaron. Because I don't think Aaron's ha- gonna have a change of heart. Like, yeah, probably not. That's true. It's too far gone. I don't know, they should, maybe they should just let it be destroyed and then just, I don't know, I feel like there's got to be one more, one or two more twists left. How many episodes we got? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that there, it's supposed to be 12 episodes and we've done five. So we've got a good amount, a good amount left. Uh, We've only done five. (laughs) Shit, I feel like we've done a shite ton of these. (laughs) 
No, I don't yeah, think so. We got that much time left. Let me see. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be twelve episodes. We got like seven left. <laughs> yeah, we've got a we've got a good amount left, so anything could still happen, to be honest. Um but if you are listening and you have theories, we don't want spoilers. We don't want to know what happens. But if you have theories as what to happen, what's going to happen, you can message us on Instagram at that anime podcast. And oh, shit, I forgot to mention, you may have noticed that we have an updated logo for our podcast. Uh, I'm not going to call it a new logo. We're just going to call it updated. Same colors, basically the same design, just a little bit more fresh, has a little bit more pizzazz. So. Um, we're excited about that. It looks it looks way more professional. We're getting new listeners, and we're like, we gotta get we gotta get an updated logo. It's been one year now too since we started podcasting, so it was time. It was time to update it. Uh, that's that's really all I have. We did a pretty good job moving through that episode. I thought it was gonna take us a lot longer. Yeah, I mean, it just felt like a lot happened, but really, like I said at the beginning, I we were, I feel like there's a lot of watching. I like episodes with a lot like less dialogue and more just watching. I love those episodes. Yeah, it was all right. Went by, it went, every episode goes by fast for me at this point just because of the nature of how they set the show up and how long we have to wait in between each. Yeah. All right, everybody that's listening, uh, follow us on Instagram, at the anime podcast. If you liked listening and this was your first time, Please tune in every week. We do the simulcast podcast for Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer for their seasons that are going right now. And we usually do a casual episode where we talk about just an anime topic, but we have not been doing those lately because it's a lot of work to just put out these two episodes a week the same night that they air. But we do it for our listeners, so tell everybody you know that watches these shows to tune in weekly. Um, we can be found on any Anywhere anybody listens, we're on all the platforms for podcasts. So uh, give us a listen. Let us know what you think. The best way to reach us is on Instagram at that anime podcast. You can send us a message there. All of our memes on our Instagram, I will mention. I mention it all the time, but they're all original. You will never see us copying somebody else's shit. All of the shit that we post is from our brains. So if you think it's funny, you're basically saying you got that we are funny. So thank you. Um. Anything else from you, Brennan? You want to wrap this up? Nope, that's it. Till next week. Till next week, everybody. Episode 81, titled Thaw, so tune in. Um, thank you all for listening, everybody. I'm Jordo. Brennan. We are the Evans Bros. Have a great week, and as always, peace out. Peace <laughs> out.